anti-Semitism on the rise around the world, another rough week for Biden, and more information about vaxes and natural immunity. All today, Eric's America. Hello, welcome in to a wonderful Friday. I hope everyone is ready for the weekend. I know I am. Um, I don't know. Hasn't been a bad week, I guess. Uh, it depends on where you are and what's going on. Uh, just, uh, you know, it's just another week in 2021, I should say. Um, I kind of laugh because, you know, everybody thought 2020 was the worst year ever. I, I don't know. I mean, there's some debate there definitely some debate there uh it may be in different ways but there's definitely some debate on which one's worse i don't know um you know all the insanity and covid going on last year this year it's just uh watching everything uh the economy and everything else just get set on fire i don't know don't know what's worse but uh i hope you are enjoying uh yeah spring and summer and getting ready for you know a great weekend. It's not long, not long till Memorial Day. So, hey, you know, there are some good things, are some good things. So, yeah, apparently, apparently uh, anti-Semitism uh, and support for Palestinians, um, which this is a, a really, really strange thing. And a lot of people don't know this, I guess. Uh, I mean, obviously, this conflict's been going on for a really long time. Um, I hate to ruin a lot of people's uh, ideas about it, but um, they talk about, oh, well, you know, these people rightfully belong here. These people rightfully, whatever. Um, yeah, there's never been a state of Palestine, just to let everybody know. That never was a thing, all right? And if you think it's just uh, the Israelis or the, the Jewish people that... Uh, are trying to not have uh, Palestinians in their country, you would be wrong, sir. Uh, other countries have attacked them. The other Arab nations around don't want them in their country. There is some issues going on. And uh, we've already talked about how the left in this country and how um, you know BLM and all that support Palestine, um, which is really weird. It's really, really weird. And I saw this video earlier this week that really uh, will let you know how this works. Uh, it was in, uh, I want to say, somewhere in Europe, one of the Eastern European countries, because apparently there's just uh, um, random Palestinian, uh, like, I don't know, protests or something going on all over the world, all over the place, even in America. We'll talk about that as well. Um, but this guy shows up because, you know, he's obviously part of one of these movements, BLM, Antifa, whatever it is. And he shows up with his uh, rainbow, the LGBTQ flag uh, that says, you know, something about no more war or whatever. Um, and he's promptly uh, told to leave and go away because they're not having it. By the way, if you ever want to know what real true, um, you know, human rights abuses are uh, you don't want to look at the u.s uh check out how the middle east um treats anybody that is uh gay <laughs> i mean and and that's what's crazy because when you talk about blm 
you know, you have uh, Patrice Cullors, the Marxist, and uh, her wife or girlfriend or whatever. Uh, it's it's three uh, uh, three lesbians of color are the three that uh, started BLM, and it's all about trans rights and gay rights. Uh, primarily, if you read through, that's primarily their goal. Uh, why they would support Palestinians and the Middle East, I'm not really sure, because uh, all those people would kill them. And they can legally kill them because in their country it's not illegal to uh, kill people who are uh, gay or lesbian. So, I, you know, these people aren't smart enough. It's just... It's whatever. They're just not smart enough to know what the hell they're doing. I'm tired of giving them credit for being evil, maniacal. They're just a bunch of scam artists that uh, are too stupid to know what the hell they're talking about. That's it. That's just the end of that for me. I'm not going to attribute anything else to uh, to what they're doing because if they had two brain cells, they wouldn't be doing it. So uh, anyway, it is on the rise. And um uh, Apparently in L.A., and, and it's really not going to do no audio really helps with this. It was just a video that I saw. Uh, apparently they uh, there was uh, cars rolling around in a Jewish neighborhood in Los Angeles, California. Yes, Los Angeles, California. This is going on um, where uh, they were just yelling at people on the street. Uh, to ask who the Jews were and uh, you know somebody you know, apparently people spoke up and said yeah yeah we're Jewish what's your problem uh, and uh, they jumped out and beat one guy almost to death so that's good that's good and uh, no I didn't hear uh, anybody do a big thing about it did you did you hear how these people these horrible uh, uh, anti-semite uh groups bands were going around and jumping and beating on people and what a horrible uh we need to start i mean where are the hashtags where's the stop jewish hate uh where's all that well it's nowhere to be found because as always the left has never cared the left in this country has never cared they are some of the worst racist bigots that have ever walked the face of the earth sorry but they are and they don't really care they do not care as long as it does not if it does not promote them getting more power or getting more votes they could give a shit less what happens to anyone of any race color creed sexual orientation whatever the hell if it does not support their cause of gaining power and having more power over you they don't care they can get killed in the streets and it does not bother them so never for a second ever let yourself think that these people actually have compassion for anyone. The only compassion they have is for themselves and for as much power and control they can have over you. That's who the people are. There's no more of this, oh, well, they mean well. No, they don't. They absolutely do not. They don't mean well. They mean to gain power and wealth and control. That's what, that's what it's all about, period. And, you know, I, I don't uh, let a lot of the, uh, you know, Republican leadership, uh, there's a lot of them that I'm not wild about at all. Uh, and they have a different problem to where they are, uh, they're spineless and they, you know, they don't stand up for anything. You know, they will say they're going to stand up for this or that. But when it really comes down to it, they seem like they are much more concerned if somebody's going to write something mean about them in the New York Times than actually standing up and doing something. So that I have a problem with that too. It may not be as uh, you know evil 
as, oh, well, we just want to gain all the power control and tell everybody, you know, run everyone's, micromanage everyone's lives and tell you what to say, think, do. Uh, it may not be to that level, but it's certainly not helping to stop it. So it's not a whole hell of a lot better. Um, but yeah, the squad, the squad, the band of terrorists that uh, occupy offices of leadership in uh, this country, which is very, very disturbing. Uh, here's uh, some of what's going on with uh, them. Uh, they really, really are not too fond of Israel or Jewish people. I think that... Ugh. What people are starting to see, at least in, in the occupation uh, of, of I made Palestine, this is um, just an, an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition. On February 10th, you responded to a tweet with uh, the words, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> Do you regret that tweet? Regret is a strange word the next person uh, might. Wow. so you don't regret your words either i do not but i have gotten the i i am grateful um for the opportunity to really i certainly hope uh that the people of israel make a different decision um and my hope is that they recognize that his existence his policies um his rhetoric really uh is contradictory to the peace that we are all hoping that that region receives and receives soon and i think the opportunity to boycott divest sanction um, is the kind of pressure that leads to that peaceful uh process we need to stop and look at the fact that our own country is enabling it with billions of dollars every year being issued to israel even though they are promoting racism and dehumanization yeah, it's really weird. Um, I'm not really sure what racism and dehumanization uh, is going on. Uh, no, they didn't all just throw themselves into the sea, which is what uh, Hamas and, uh, you know, the Palestinian uh, Authority uh, is in their charter, that they want to kill every Jew and they want to take, you know, all the land and not let, you know, Israel exist. That seems weird. That seems odd. That doesn't seem like a solution unless you're always <laughs> you're Adolf Hitler. Then yeah, that's your solution. Um, and that's who these people are. That's the solution that they're talking about. And yes, it's evil. Of course it is. It's the same ideology. The Palestinians were aligned with Adolf Hitler. Uh, what was it? The, the Great Mufti of uh, Palestine or whatever. Uh, or the Palestinian people uh, were very, they wanted to set up concentration camps uh, and be aligned with Hitler. And uh, yeah, that's never changed. And if you don't think uh, that that's what's going on, I can help you along with it. Here, I found this on a show that I like, uh, Pat Gray, uh, that uh, it was uh, some kids, some Palestinian kids, uh, reciting poetry on the uh, their public broadcasting, basically like our PBS. Uh, they had some children that were reading some poetry, and uh, yeah, they uh, had subtitles. And here, uh, it's just uh, the host uh, reading the uh, uh, reading the. English translation for you. Check this out. They want to recite a short poem. I do not fear the rifle because your throngs are in delusion and ignorant herds. Jerusalem is my land. Jerusalem is my honor. Jerusalem is my days and my wildest dreams. 
Oh, you who murdered Allah's pious prophets. Oh, you who were brought up on spilling blood. You have been condemned to humiliation and hardship. Oh, sons of Zion, oh, most evil among creations. Oh, barbaric monkeys, wretched pigs. Jerusalem is not your den. Jerusalem opposes your throngs. Jerusalem vomits from within it your impunity. Because Jerusalem, your impure ones, and Jerusalem, you who are filth, I do not fear barbarity as long as my heart is Quran and my city, as long as I have my arm and my stones, as long as I am free and do not barter, I will not fear your throngs, I will not fear the rifle. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that sound like a great poem? Aren't Don't you wish your kids could learn awesome poetry like that? I'm sure they don't really want to, you know, kill all the Jews, right? I mean, they just called them, uh, what, uh, vile monkeys and filth. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that's just a hand-me-down. I mean, Hitler probably wrote it in, you know, an afternoon. He didn't have a great afternoon because it's not that great of a poem, you know. It was probably one of the times when he didn't have his little magic shots from his doctor. So he wasn't feeling great, and he wrote this crappy poem. And, you know, they just wanted to, the kids to learn it in Palestine. You know, because they're just, they're just well-meaning people. They don't really want to hurt anybody, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I don't know if you've seen the video. There's one out there. And I didn't play it because, again, it, it takes, you know, reading the subtitles where the um, Israeli Defense Force, the IDF, calls... Um, calls uh you know hamas basically in this building and says listen we're gonna blow up this building in an hour you need to get everybody out and the the hamas guy goes well i can't get everybody out i need two hours and he goes well i'm just telling you you need to get them out because we're going to hit this building and uh we, we're gonna drop a bomb and he said oh bomb bomb whatever you want and he's like no uh, you know we don't want you to die we're just going to destroy the infrastructure so we don't want you know, the rockets keep going. The guy goes, well, people got to die. They got to die. And he goes, no, no, no. Or he says, we want to die. And he says, no, you have an obligation to the children. He said, well, if children have to die, they have to die. And uh, basically he's just saying, hey, listen, we're not getting out of your way. You're going to have to kill us. And then we're going to use that. And he literally says, we're going to use that to show the world that you're horrible people. And uh, so I don't know how you win in that situation. What do you do? You're supposed to just pack up and go home, right? Just, oh, well, that's fine. We're not going to do anything. Just keep shooting rockets at us. Kill all of our people because we can't retaliate. That is a no-win situation. Do you want children to die? Hell no, you don't. But what do you do when you have insane, psych—I mean, complete psychopathic delusions that, I mean, are literally passed down from the ideology of— a, of Hitler. That's what you're dealing with. And everybody just keeps walking around going, oh, no, no. It's just, I mean, they just have a little dispute. It's over, you know, it's over some houses that this or that. It's not about any of that. It's about literally uh, destroying the whole race of people. And that's fine. You know why? You know why it's fine? Because, you know, it's not in America and it's not us evil white people. So it's fine. Go ahead. Do whatever. It just shows what a bunch of evil and also um, hypocrites uh, that just, man, 
uh, you know, you think this stuff's done and it's over. You figure, well, there's a few fringe people that still buy into this. No, apparently it's just normal, regular, everyday people that I don't know are in the U.S. Uh, government are fine with it as well. Uh, apparently, uh, Joe went to uh, came here to Michigan, which, uh, you know, wasn't exactly, uh, you know, stellar moment. Uh, he came to Michigan. He was met by Rashida Tlaib, who apparently... Um, has family still in Gaza and uh you know then he announced oh you're a good fighter I hope all your family are safe you know one way she could keep her family safe I'm just saying one of the easiest ways to do that is tell them you know maybe don't support Hamas and don't let them put uh, rockets outside your house and shoot them uh, indiscriminately at civilians and kill them <laughs> seems easy right um, or you just get the hell out of there. If you can't do anything else about it, get the hell out of there. I mean, you don't support it. That's, that's a really good way to, uh, take care of that. Uh, here's Juan Williams. What an idiot this guy is. He's on Fox. I mean, he's such a moron. I don't know why they keep the guy on there. Uh, I know they do it because they want to say, well, we're fair and balanced. We get everybody's side. And, but when people are just this absolute stupid I mean, just butt-ass stupid. Um, I don't know why you do it. Here you go. Here's Juan saying, it's all Trump's fault. This didn't start because Hamas started it. This started because people were being, the set, the Israeli settlers were coming in with oh. Israeli army forces. It wasn't even a matter of eviction. It was a matter of displacing Palestinians from properties that they lived in. And then you get people angry. I mean, so much of this goes back to Trump and Netanyahu. What? the hell is wrong with this guy what a moron Juan have you no you haven't you don't care you're a part of it apparently you're an anti-semite too I guess you're just another little Hitler youth huh making a deal okay. with allies no I'm just saying they're going after Iran and Iran's nukes okay I understand that but they absolutely left the Palestinians behind the two-state solution that America had pursued for decades, just just right. left behind. And so the Palestinians <laughs> feel absolutely Don't voiceless right, and powerless. Yeah, you know who else left the uh, two-state solution behind? Uh, the Palestinians. Uh, they left the two-state solution behind because they don't want two states. They want one state theirs, and they want all the Jews dead. So there's a little problem there, Juan. And yes, American uh, government uh, tried to make a two-state solution for years, especially Obama, because he just wanted to take everything away from the Jews and give it to the Palestinians. And that's not a two-state solution. Again, it's a one-state solution, and uh, that eliminates um, Jewish people having a, a home basically and that's fine uh with uh juan and the rest of the uh little nazis um apparently apparently it's just fine you know uh they man it is just wow where the hell are these people from i mean i you know, I don't really know that many jewish people nor do i care i mean i i have never figured out what the hell the whole deal was about it and uh frankly i don't care but uh juan uh you know he's he's just another one uh, the left in this country uh are fully aligned with uh the destruction of uh israel and the destruction of the jews and they don't give a shit and i know this because you know like i said uh california it happened the other day just the other day uh, you know they're driving around looking for jews 
hop out, beat the shit out of a guy. It's not on the news. There's no big hate crime, uh, you know, spiel about it. Nothing. Nobody cares. And so they just, you know, rip their mask off and show you what a bunch of, you know, racist hypocrites they really are. They truly, truly are. But, uh, you know, like I say, they uh, landed apparently uh, Tlaib. Uh, cornered Joe Biden for almost eight minutes when he landed in Michigan to berate him about, uh, you know, supporting Israel's uh, being able to defend themselves and not, uh, you know, letting indiscriminate uh, rockets just come and uh, kill all the civilians. <laughs> Weird. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to stop that, but apparently it's bad because uh, she cornered him for eight minutes and then he took a drive in a truck, which um, it's kind of funny. You know, he acts like he's driving. It, it is quite cute. Um, you can see if you watch the video, uh, the other guys driving the truck. Joe Biden's just standing there with a steering wheel in front of him looking like a moron. But uh, he did have an interesting thing when uh, people were talking to him. I won. He's behind the wheel. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't want anybody to stopwatch. Uh -huh. I think if we're going zero to sixty in about four point three. Four point four? Four. Right. He didn't know. Numbers. Oh, I should be quiet. Mr. President, how fast were you going? <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna step on it. I'll come off at eighty miles an hour. You'll see what it is, okay? Ready? Mr. President, can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive away? No, you can't. <laughs> I'm not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. Well, oh, oh, yeah. Um, no, you can't ask me a question unless you want me to run you over with the truck. Oh, I'm kidding. I don't know that he's kidding. Uh, because apparently the reports are coming out that, uh, like a lot of old people with dementia, he gets violently uh, angry uh quite easily and often which you know if you've been around anybody that has uh any kind of dementia or whatever that's a classic sign of it it's a very classic uh symptom and so apparently that's going on all the time and you know it's starting to come out and the fact that he can't make up his mind about anything mostly because he doesn't have his all of his faculties anymore uh, but you know, uh, it has been apparent for a while. Um, he's just, you know, this has been a rough week. Here's a little montage of him with acronyms. He just really has a battle with acronyms. You need to follow CCD guidelines, CDC guidelines. So you've had it right. CPP needed to open our schools and businesses. Scrolls. JOPCA, so that we're, you know, LGBTQ people can shoot such <laughs> All these are wrong. anybody else. The N1H1 virus, as well as, there's more than one, one, you know, coronavirus. This, this, this COVID-9 is one strain of that. No, Supply oh my of gosh. those N95 masks. Yep. Nine, excuse me, 96 masks. No, no, no. Serve as a director of the AFT. <laughs> AFT. David knows AFT well. PPPs, masks, gloves, all the sanitation. Bro. Every CBC and other he named four outlets. Look, the promise of the Cures Act is that your average worker Act. to make sure we have enough PPP, those, no. those protective the, gear in the CVC parking lots and Walgreens <laughs> parking lots. I forget the other one he mentioned. No, you forgot PPP, the mask and the gowns and all the gear. Oh my God. Ooh, that was rough. PPP is a payment protection program. It has nothing to do with masks. Uh, it's CVS, not CDC parking lot. I have no idea. Dude, it makes my head hurt. I have no idea. But uh, it gets worse because he really likes uh, talking about uh, Scranton. Everybody knows. Scranton Joe. Scranton Joe. All about Scranton Joe. Uh, so 
here he is talking about how uh and this is i uh, put these two clips together uh because he's uh lying about coal miners and his family uh problem is he forgot that he already told on himself about this lie you'll love this my dad used to say joey and i swear to god when he left scranton when coal died my dad was not a was he was a salesperson he wasn't a coal miner my great grandpa was but okay so that that's a reason he's talking about his great grandpa was i don't know if that's corn pop grandpa who the hell knows uh but uh, apparently he claims he was a coal miner and this is just recent this is this week he claimed this uh problem was he forgot that he went on uh i guess the daily show quite a few years ago and admitted that uh yeah none of this is true check it out your great grandpa, great -grandpa there is. i've gotten myself in flashback and uh hell uh -huh. i might be president now if it weren't for the fact i said my uh, i had an uncle who was a coal miner turned out i didn't have anybody in the coal mines you know what i mean really i tried that crap you know about you know <laughs> it didn't work you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah he forgot about that uh, again so now recently now his grandfather was in the coal mine um which you just admitted it wasn't and oh my god this is just sad. Um, uh, wow. Um, so, yeah, he, he threatened to run over an ABC reporter this week. Um, he was lying about people being in the coal mine. Um, but it gets worse. He gets invited. Like I said, this was a rough week for Biden. I'm not going to lie. This is a rough week. Uh, so he's doing the uh, Coast Guard, uh, you know, uh, graduating class. And so uh, he gets really pissed off that uh, they don't think he's funny. Here you go. I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. You are quite, you're a really dull class. I mean, come on, man. Is the sun getting to you? Come on, man. I would think you'd have an opportunity when I say that about the Navy to clap, but being here together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah, just the irrationally angry. Um, and the reason he's angry is because, as usual for Joe Biden, he ripped off uh, the line. The only problem is, of course, in usual Joe Biden fashion, he had no idea what the hell he was talking about. So. He just screwed it up. He stole it from Reagan. Here's Reagan back in the day giving the commencement speech to the Coast Guard and uses the line. Coast Guard aides have been excellent. One of them taught me that, and I quote, the Coast Guard is that hard nucleus about which the Navy forms in time of war. <laughs> See, look, yeah. he delivered See, and you have to deliver it. Now, we're going to listen to this again. That's not what Joe Biden said. Here, let's listen to it. He says, Coast Guard aides have been excellent. One of them taught me that, and I quote, the Coast Guard is that hard nucleus about which the Navy forms in time of war. Okay, so now we're going to go back to the Biden one and see what the hell he actually said. I can only assume that you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. <laughs> Well, I mean, you might actually have to know what the f 
you're talking about and actually make the comment. Um, and it's not the first time that he's gotten really, really angry when talking to a military. Here he is. Uh, I believe this is the Air Force. Uh, I believe so. Here it is. What you may hear about me, I wow. have incredibly good judgments. Clap for me, One, you stupid bastard. I married Jill. And two, I appointed Johnson to the Academy. I just want you to know that. Just clap for that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> oh, yeah, clap for that, you stupid bastard. What the hell? Um, so yeah, that's the commander in chief. Um, yeah, he's had a rough week. Um, yeah, he's just lost fumbling, bumbling, has no idea what he's talking about and, uh, leading us all into hell apparently. Um, wow. It just really blows your mind to have somebody that, uh, that's stupid. Um, and yeah, he's in charge. Uh, and yeah, it helps. I mean, people probably will clap and cheer if, uh, you actually, you know, come out and say words that mean something, not just a bunch of mush mouth stupidity that means nothing. And nobody wants to listen to the guy anyway, because he has no, no idea. Uh, here's one really quick. This will be great. This I thought was hilarious. Now, this is just a random guy, uh, posted a video on Twitter and he's in, uh, I believe it's North Carolina. And this is, uh, they're still having issues with getting enough gas. I mean, the oil pipeline just got back on track they're trying to get it back but people are still waiting in line or gas stations are out of gas and uh this guy's just pissed and it's really funny um it's a you know it's a couple minutes here where i mean he is just preaching and uh i mean he's just wandering around the gas station while people are out trying to get gas and he is just uh talking some shit and it's great you'll love it <laughs> really i need trump back anybody else out there need mother Trump back. Yes. Yes. Anybody else want their Trump back? Yeah. Yes. When was America ever great? We had gas. We had electricity. We, right? we had jobs. We had yeah. food. Now right. we sitting at home with no gas. <laughs> Some people no electricity, no jobs, waiting for a stimulus check, waiting on the extra food stamps. What's going on? Nice. We wasn't going through this for the last four years we were winning uh -huh. winning 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 thank you and all y'all sitting home being quiet now somebody say something tell me why the <laughs> you support joe biden right now <laughs> tell me why you support joe yeah. biden right now everybody wanted to get rid of president trump what's up look at this goofy ass people ain't got to say no more <laughs> sitting on like sheep goofy ass sheep all you can do is wait all you can do is wait all they can do is wait mm-hmm yeah all they can do is wait. The Democrats tell us they got a Green New Deal for 2030. Green New Deal. You ain't got no plans for everything to run off electricity, electricity in 10 years. You do got a plan to up everything within the next 10 years. But you damn sure ain't got no plan for to run off electricity in the next 10 years. Thank you. You this got guy's a plan great. to up everything within the next 10 years. I want my Trump back. Yes. 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 It's stupid. <laughs> It's funny. This guy's Everybody just had a lot around. to say when Trump was in the, was in the White House. Mm -hmm. Anybody got to say with this old ass bum in there? <laughs> 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 These motherfuckers projected that we would have a million new jobs, 200,000 new jobs. And where the fuck are they at? That's right. Probably 200,000 illegal immigrants that you motherfuckers out of at the border got new jobs, but we don't. We hurting in America. Thank yes. you. Yep. This guy's hilarious. I mean, Everybody quiet as He's preaching. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that dude is hilarious. Yeah, and he's just wandering around. It's great because he's just wandering around the gas station while everybody's in line to get gas. 
And uh, yeah, he was just going. I thought it was great. I I had to share that because it just. I mean, it just made my made my day. He's just wandering around, less yelling. It's great. Oh man, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, you, you don't hear a whole lot of people uh, going on about it. That is, uh, whew, that was pretty good. Um, we've got some new uh, new things going on with the uh, Great Reset. Apparently, uh, apparently they're just coming out and talking about it now. Of course, John Kerry and the rest. Uh, here uh, was a little montage I found of them all talking about how they need to reform all of our economic system, which you're starting to see now. Inflation going through the roof, cutting off gas and oil, all that. And uh, yeah, they think it's great. Opportunity to have the greatest beneficial economic transformation since the Industrial Revolution. Tackle this crisis and marshal the full capacity of the U.S. government. This is a moral imperative, an economic imperative, a moment of peril, but also a moment of extraordinary possibilities. Yeah, not so much. It is kind of funny, though, because uh, speaking of John Kerry, he kind of got busted out when uh, they finally nailed him down and said, hey, I know you're worried about the environment and everything, but do you care about slave labor? And apparently he just admits, yeah, yeah, there's slave labor with the environment. No big deal. It's, you know, you got to save the environment. Uh, uh, we're quoted saying we have other differences <laughs> on human rights, but those that should not get in the way of something that is critical as dealing with climate. And I know you can try to compartmentalize it. The problem is it's, it's, it's intertwined because when you look at the supply chain, you look at China, they dominate the cr critical mineral supply and solar supply chains all coming out of the Xinjiang province, which um, we believe is using slave labor to create these renewable energy sources. So my question to you is, um, how can you assure us or ensure that, that, that this uh, quest that we're on, uh, that, that slave labor coming out of China, where genocide is taking place as we speak, are mm. never a part of the climate solution in the United States? Uh, you're absolutely correct, uh, Ranking Member McCall. You're, uh, <laughs> Member it is a problem. Xinjiang province uh, not only produces some of the solar panels right. that we believe are being, in some cases, produced in forced labor. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's the kind of but stuff also, I said, but what uh, are you doing about it? Uh, there are a significant amount of uh, power wiggies uh, wearing too, man. <laughs> rare earth mineral that's used in the solar panels themselves. Oh, you got to get the rare earth metals. Uh, it is my understanding right. that the Biden administration is right now right in now. the process, in the process of assessing of assessing whether or not that will be the, the, the target of sanctions. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, I've heard some discussion about it. Uh, I'm not privy to where that decision is. No, you don't care. Yeah, uh, why don't you take off your mask, first of all? What a buffoon. What a jackass. And I'm not saying completely correct. You know, they're using slaves to make them. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, I don't even know uh, uh, what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, I've never heard of Xinjiang. Um, it's Xinjiang. I mean, I thought you were the great globetrotter. I mean, you couldn't take your private jet over there and find out what the hell they actually call the place? I know that is correct. Uh... Yeah, they're using slaves to make the solar panels, but uh, we, we think it'll be fine. Uh, you know, who really cares about slaves? Uh, that's what you get. I, I don't I don't understand. All right, got to take a break. Got a new commercial for today. Hope you enjoy it. I'll uh, be right back.
Rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left to distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs? Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor. In China, Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, <laughs> not woke politicians. Yeah, and I'm back. That's uh, great. I had to run those today. Uh, it's a company, Consumers Research. I uh, hadn't heard of them before, but they're uh, they're basically making a, a, a political attack ads, basically against uh, woke companies, and they got a bunch more coming out. These are the first three: American Airlines, um, Nike, and Coke. Um, and they're really great. You can go on and and watch the the video of them, and they are they are amazing. They have a lot more info that's posted on the screen as it's running. Uh, just really great. It really needed to be done, and I'm so glad to see that uh, that somebody's taking them on, you know, and that's it's really, really uh, awesome to see. So talking more about the Great Reset and how that will look and, and how that works, um, here is uh, how this comes about. Here's a little thing of uh, somebody interviewing Elizabeth Warren, and they're talking about uh, what the U.S. government's going to do about vaccines. Here you go. Um, Senator, I should tell you that just crossing the tape right now, um, the U.S. will support a proposal to waive intellectual property protections for COVID-19 vaccines. Yes. So <laughs> Fantastic. So why is she so happy about this? And, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are uh, you know, this is, wow, it really is frustrating because people get this whole idea. And, um they for some reason uh because marxism and communism has been pushed so hard on so many people and it's not thought through it's not uh you know tracked through a, a, a full thought process at all um they think these things are great so why is elizabeth warren so happy uh i don't know why is aoc she puts out a tweet where she's cheering because right after this announcement the stock prices of pfizer and moderna and all the and all these companies, AstraZeneca, that have made vaccines, well, of course, their stock plummets, and they're cheering. This is how the Great Reset starts. You start by taking away property, intellectual property. Without intellectual property, there is no businesses. There is no companies. Now, am I a great fan of big pharmaceutical? No, I'm not. I think there's real things that they need to fix and should be held accountable for. On the other hand, why should we not cheer while their stock price drops? Well, because 
without pharmaceutical companies, you don't get any new medicines. You don't get any new cures and you certainly don't get new vaccines. How do we know this? Well, because of a wonderful uh, thing that happened in the 90s. We already know how this ends. <clears throat> so in the 90s, uh, Hillary uh, had pushed a, an agenda to uh, basically uh, force the companies to sell at a highly discounted price vaccines to the government so the government could hand them out. Okay. Well, what happens is when the profit the profitability of things goes away and you're forced to sell at a high discount to the government. Well, what happened? The pharmaceutical company said, listen, we're not going to just sit here and lose our ass and lose our business. We're just not going to make them anymore. So by the time the early 2000s hit, and a lot of people talk, probably don't remember this because of how our our things work anymore. You know, it's a soundbite. It's, you know, a couple day long story. It goes away and we're on to the next thing. Um, we had a real problem for a while in the early 2000s with vaccine shortages. We didn't have enough to even get everybody immunized on the normal regular things like measles, mumps, and, and you know, chicken pox and all these things that we normally vaccinate for. Vaccinate for. So um, it creates a real problem. And this is how uh, it starts. This is the biggest tenet of communism and socialism is to end private property. That means intellectual property and real property. And there's so many people out there that, and especially uh, younger kids that have been indoctrinated into this, that think, oh, well, that's great. You know, all those rich people, they're just going to take all their stuff and I'll be wealthy. They don't think, oh, it drives me nuts to hear these arguments. Now, again, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, you know, big pharmaceuticals. They do have issues. They also do some really amazing things like, you know, working on cures for diseases. I mean, it's, it's amazing what they can do. The only reason they do it is because it's viable. And you notice the only ones that do it are here in America. Why? Well, because around the world, they can't do what they do here. They can't. Why? They can't make enough money to fund the research to find the next cure, the next vaccine, the next breakthrough treatment. A lot of times you have to balance what you want with what you need. We all know this. Yes, there's a lot of people that are not huge fans of big pharma. And that's legitimate. And there are ways to reform things and keep things under control to a degree without just saying, oh, well, I mean, they shouldn't have. I mean, we should just give it away, right? Well, of course, countries around the world want it just given to them. And people go, well, maybe they deserve it. They're poor. They can't afford it. Well, things can be worked out. But just giving it away and bankrupting the biggest companies who, you know, created it. I'm not a huge fan of the vaccine itself. Understand why it was pushed to get it done. Because at the time, everyone said that there's no way we can go back to normal and open anything or ever think about recovering the economy or our lives without it. So they pushed it and got it done. You know, I'm not a huge fan of it. But at the same time, I understand and I realize that, yeah, it was absolutely a miracle to get it done in that amount of time. There's a lot of variables here. But these people sitting and cheering, cheering while theft is occurring literally people go well they're big they're huge they make billions of dollars it's not going to hurt them yeah well research and development 
for medications and vaccines and all that take billions and billions of dollars. And a lot of times it doesn't work. And all those billions of dollars are just wasted. So one out of 10, one out of 20, maybe, maybe works, maybe goes to market and actually makes money. They are operating actually on razor thin margins a lot of times with breakthrough medicines. Now they're standard drugs that have been proven and are a proven seller. Yes, make them bundles of money for years. But none of that happens if you crash the companies and not allow them to have their intellectual property, which is what makes them their money. This is the problem with China. It's getting close, they say, within the next five years that we will lose, the U.S. economy will lose $1 trillion a year to China just because of intellectual property theft. People don't understand this because it doesn't affect them right now, today. And that is the problem. People say, well, who cares? You know, it's a cheap Chinese knockoff. Well, maybe, just maybe, think for a second that, hey, uh, maybe there's a lot of people around the world that really want that really awesome product that you have, but they can't afford it. And the cheap Chinese knockoff looks damn good to them. The Chinese didn't develop it. They're not paying anybody for ripping it off. And they are making billions and billions and trillions of dollars, apparently, off of just stealing all the ideas from the West. This is why I always joke when they're like, oh, well, China's so much further advanced. If they were further advanced, they would make their own crap. They wouldn't steal it all from America. So that'll give you a really good idea of where they're at. Okay? People need to understand this. But this is a sickness. They're cheering because in their head, it's like, oh, well, now the whole world gets the vaccine and it's wonderful. That's not how things work. There, you do realize you do this, you keep doing this, and there will be no new vaccines to uh, uh, you know, fight any diseases around the world. Why? The companies won't exist to make them, you dumb moron. You fucking idiot. That is what happens. If you crash the companies that make things and there is no incentive to make new things, you won't get any new things. That's how it works. It's real easy. It's real simple. It's not complicated. But these people don't care. They absolutely do not care. And that is how it starts to leak in. By giving people the idea that, well, I mean, it's fine. They're just huge. They just make billions of dollars. It doesn't really matter if we take all their stuff and give it to somebody else. And you have a whole group of people that are like, yeah, they have way too much money. We should just take it all and give it to me. The problem with this is you finally run out of other people's money to steal because nobody's going to be doing anything anymore. Why do it? There's no incentive for me to do it, so I'm not going to do it, so it doesn't get invented, so now there isn't billions of dollars for you to steal and give to somebody else. That's ultimately where it all falls flat. America has ran and become the most powerful nation on this earth for two very, very basic, easy reasons, if you want to boil it down. Number one is freedom and liberty and rule of law. That'd be number one. And number two is intellectual property and property rights. That is the two things that sets us so far apart. There are other things, but they have the other things that do make us unique and great don't exactly contribute to the enormous wealth and wealth generation that this country has. The biggest one is intellectual property, copyright laws, patents. All these things make us 
different from all the other communist socialist hellholes and private property. That was the big thing throughout Europe for a long time. Only the the elite of the elite could own property. Everybody else were just renters and, and squatters. America was the first place that you could own your peace. You didn't have to be some kind of royalty and be just enormously wealthy to own your little piece of it. And that helped build generational wealth and comfort. It's it's hard to explain. And it's really hard to explain to uh, people that are just so detached. These are people that own multiple homes. They're very well off. They benefit from every, every bit of the American dream while setting and cheering while they try to steal it, not only from people that are trying to keep it going, but for generations to come. Because once you destroy it, you're not going to rebuild it. They don't care. They're not going to be here then. Who cares about the, you know, great, great grandchildren who are going to live in a hellhole that's broke and, and nothing works? Who cares? I'm enriching myself today. That's who these people are. Or I'm going to feel uh, virtuous today because I'm going to give vaccine to, you know, wherever the hell, you know, who gives a shit a Stan. I'm going to give them vaccine and bankrupt an American company who will never make another vaccine to help who gives a shit a stand. But that's not my problem because I don't think past 30 seconds from now. It's all about getting a soundbite, getting power, getting control, and getting votes. Nothing is actually about helping anybody. That's why these people are just horrible, horrible, terrible people. Sorry, I hate to get so personal, but they are. Oh, speaking of horrible, terrible people... I'm telling you, a couple more stories left for today. Boy, it's just a jam-packed, yeah, wall-to-wall today. Um, Oh, this is really quick. This is going to be interesting. Um, The uh, January 6th commission, apparently, uh, the 9-11 style commission to study January 6th, that horrible insurrection. Here's Chuck Schumer talking about why it needs to go on. And I, you know, it's really hard to listen. I have a hard time listening to him. Um, just because he's so full of shit, it's really, really hard to take somebody seriously if they don't say a single word that is true. Uh, here he is. What the Republicans are doing, the House Republicans, is beyond crazy to be so far under the thumb of Donald J. Trump. Letting the most dishonest president in American history dictate the prerogatives of the Republican Party will be its demise. We all know There needs to be a thorough and honest accounting of what took place on January 6th. The greatest attempted insurrection since the Civil War. What a fucking moron. I'm sorry. I'm not holding back today. What a fucking moron. Jesus. Um... Yeah, the greatest attempted insurrection. Yeah, I mean, just on and on with this garbage. I mean, just... Man. I I just can't even, with a straight face, say anything like that. Why? Mostly because I have scruples. Uh, I have a brain. I have a soul. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just can't be a stupid bastard. 
<laughs> As Joe Biden says, you stupid bastards. Clap, you stupid bastard. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Schumer talking about, yeah, it was the greatest insurrection. Yeah, I mean, except for all the times that, you know, like the Black Panthers or the Weather Underground tried to blow the place up and, you know, armed uh, assaults on Capitol buildings and the Capitol building. I mean, forget about all those. I mean, these were Trump supporters. Can you imagine? They walked in with funny looking hats on and they didn't burn the place down or kill anybody or any of that stuff. Boy, it was terrible. Damn. These people are absolute buffoons. And then you have another one, uh, Tim Ryan, another absolute fucking moron. Here he is. Why are these people in charge of anything? I wouldn't let them be in charge of a taco stand. I wouldn't eat the tacos. They'd probably kill you. Scaling the Capitol, hitting the Capitol police with lead pipes across the head, and we can't get bipartisanship. That's bullshit. If we're going to take on China, if we're going to rebuild the country, if we're going to reverse climate change, we need two political parties in this country that are both living in reality, and you ain't one of them. Yeah, you're not one of them. You're not one of them. Keep yelling. If you yell it loud enough, it makes it better. I heard that from... uh, some of the people, I think it was Soviet Union or Nazi uh, Germany. One of those said, if you yell a lie loud and long enough, it becomes the truth. I mean, it was somebody like that. Um, yeah, none of that happened. Um, yeah, maybe some people climbed the wall. Um, I, they weren't beating people over the head with lead pipes. Um, and uh, no, you're not going to reverse climate change because I'm pretty sure Mother Nature is stronger than your dumbass. And uh, it's going to do what it's going to do. Uh, maybe you should just figure out how to live with it. Uh, if it's going to happen, I haven't really seen it happening too well. Uh, but uh, yeah, nothing, nothing. These people are so stupid. It makes my head hurt. I literally get migraines from listening to this stuff. Um, they're holding on to it. Why? Well, it's the same thing. It's just like the uh, woke commercials. Why are they pounding on January 6th? Why are they pounding on insurrection? Why are they pounding on all this? It's all been done and over with. It was a bunch of crap. It was a, you know, whatever it was. Um, why do they keep going? Well, they keep going because they need to distract because the country's on fire. They're in charge and it is a dumpster fire, which everybody said that it would be. Now it's coming to fruition. Now it's coming true. All the crap that all the people on the right and all the people with freaking brains were preaching over and over. If you let all these people in charge, this is what they're going to do. They're going to tear down the economy. They're going to screw up everything. They're going to teach your kids critical race theory and teach porn to high school kids. They're going to do all these terrible things. And guess what happened? They got in power and that's what they started doing. They're going to open the border and all this. They're doing it. They're doing every bit of it. They know it's bad. They know the American people didn't want any part of any of it. So what are they going to do? They're going to keep pounding on this. And like this jackass, just yell and scream lies from the House floor. I mean, it's so bad. Somebody ought to go up and smack the shit out of him. Smack the piss out of him. Tell him to sit down and shut up and stop lying. But, you know, we can't do that, apparently. You're supposed to be more civilized. But I think, you know, it's one of those things where civility is getting very, very overrated when it comes to this. Because... You can't just let people scream and yell lies uh, and you don't contest it because what happens is somebody gets up and says, well, that's not true. Well, you know, it was really bad and we really apologize because people came in here, but oh, we just don't think it was that bad. No, act like they do. Just get up and say, well, that dude's full of shit and I have no idea. He probably should get a psychiatric exam and I'm not sure why he's screaming. 
be an ass. They're being an ass. Sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. I'm just saying. It just sometimes you don't have a choice. You have to fight back and just be as rude and as hyperbolic as they are until they figure out that you're not playing around and you're not going to be a spineless monkey. Unfortunately, there's a lot of spineless monkeys because 35 uh, Republicans in the House voted to have a 9-11 style commission to find out why um, Chewbacca man walked through the halls of the Capitol building. That's your tax dollars at work, people. There was nothing more important they could get done. You know, you know, maybe figuring out why we're not energy independent suddenly again, why uh, gas prices have shot up by a dollar, why inflation is going through the roof and why you're not going to be able to afford your home or your groceries because of, you know, plans they made. Instead of addressing any of that, they're going to figure out why Chewbacca guy thought that, you know, maybe Donald Trump won the election instead of Joe Biden. That sounds like a great, great way to spend our money, you jackasses worthless 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 people i'm telling you worthless um you know and it's kind of went back to one of the big complaints for years in you know great britain was you know people hated the royals because they were worthless they didn't do anything they're just you know it's all pretend and all the taxpayers have to pay for their exorbitant lifestyle and all this mansions and all this wealth that they give these people just because of who they are. And people got really, you know, really pissed about it. It's like, well, we don't care. We hate these, you know, we hate these worthless morons. They're just, uh, you know, in the way. That is what many of the people that are in the government have become. They're just nothing but a burden on the taxpayers. And unfortunately, instead of just only being a burden, they make everything in your life worse. They just need to shut the hell up and get the hell out of the way <sighs> and stop for sure. Anyway, uh, the last thing for today is, uh, of course, we have to get a COVID update because, well, that's just how things go. Uh, earlier this week, Fauci decided to let everybody know that the mask he was wearing for a long time. It was just theater. What do you do when you wear a mask? Excuse me, how does... How has it changed what you do? How has it changed your mask wearing practices? Well, you know, George, I'm obviously careful <laughs> because, I mean, careful? I'm a physician and a Georgie. healthcare provider. I am now oh, much more comfortable in, in people seeing me indoors without oh. a mask. I mean, ah, before the CDC made the recommendation change, I didn't want to look like I was giving mixed signals. Oh. But being a fully vaccinated person, mm -hmm. the chances of my getting infected in an indoor setting is extremely low. And that's the reason why in indoor settings now, mm -hmm. I feel comfortable about not wearing a mask because I'm fully man, I'm fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. oh, you just didn't want to send mixed signals. You know, Georgie, you know what I mean? I mean, I didn't want people to think that you know, I didn't really, you know, believe in the stuff. Yeah, whatever. He's as bad as Alex Jones, I'm telling you. These people are just as bad. You know, they rail on Alex all the time because it comes up with crazy stuff like this. Like I'm putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Sorry, I had to play that today. I had to find a place to put that in. Turn the freaking frogs gay. These people are just as bad. They're just as bad. They're pushing all this masks, uh, which, you know, if you go on the CDC website, you can read the studies that say they absolutely do not a damn thing. But then they're pushing vaccines on everybody. It doesn't matter who, um, you know, don't find out. Don't talk to your doctor. Don't find out if you've had COVID or not. Just get it. Just get it right now. 
Um, here's the problem with that. Here's a doctor talking to the Senate in Texas about natural immunity. Natural immunity to COVID need a vaccine? And is there any increased risk of the natural immune system individuals having an adverse reaction to the vaccine? Natural immunity is more robust than vaccine immunity. There's a study from the original SARS um, huh. back in 2002. The people that survived that first SARS, they've looked at them 17 years later, and they this, they showed a robust immunity still to oh, wow. SARS-CoV-1 17 uh -huh. years later. Nice. Historically, wow. we've already we, we've always known that natural immunity tends to last a lifetime, i.e. the measles. Natural immunity will last a lifetime. So, no, I don't believe there's any need to vaccinate someone who's already acquired natural immunity. Oh. We need to remember natural immunity mm. is more than just antibodies. You have T cells, natural killer cells. You've got the innate immune response. You've got a robust immune system, not just antibodies. And to the second part, you're reiterating that if you've already had COVID naturally, and some of these will be asymptomatic people, and some people won't have a positive antibody test because their T cells were strong enough, they didn't need to mount an antibody response. So you can't catch all these guys with an antibody screen. Oh, but if wow. you've had natural immunity, over 50% of Texans have, then you're at a two to three-fold increased risk of adverse reaction if you get vaccinated. Oh. Yeah, and so what do you say, and which makes sense if you think about it, if you already have, like myself, I had COVID. COVID recovered, no big deal. Um, I now have my body knows how to fight it. So if I introduce a vaccine, um, my body's really, you know, and I think that's, I, I honestly think that's what's causing a lot of these adverse reactions is people have already had it, they've recovered. Their body already knows how to fight it. So they get this vaccine in them and their body doesn't know what the hell to do. It, it, it you know, tries to fight it and, and really has a really adverse reaction. That's my opinion. I'm not a doctor. It just seems like a theoretical um, uh, argument that, that holds water. And that's what this guy's saying. But what's really creepy is the fact that you're not hearing. I mean, I know you see the videos and stuff of people having adverse reactions, but here's uh, the same Senator talking about what the stats are that he's getting that seem pretty scary. Here it is. Himself recently said, and I quote, here is a reality everybody needs to understand. These vaccines have not been formally approved by the FDA. They have not been approved for, they have been approved for emergency use operation. And that means no one can be required to take the vaccine. Oh. A little hmm. bit of history. In okay. 2019, 2019, there were reported to hmm. the VARS 203 vaccine deaths in 2018 119 and 27 85 since december of 2020 through april 23rd of 2021 four months there have been reported 3362 deaths for covid vaccine that's roughly 30 people a day dying from this vaccine or one of them vaccine mm. adverse event reporting system vares is estimated by most people that follow it as being less than one percent of what actually happens. What? Compare the vac what? COVID vaccine to the mandated mm, vaccine for bacterial meningitis. One person died between the time of 2007 and 2015 for that vaccine. Folks, this is not about vaccines wow. in general. Wow. In the four months of 2021, we've had more COVID-19 experimental vaccine deaths than all the vaccine deaths for the 15 year period between 1997 and 2013. 
Yeah, and uh, so that's the numbers, and they're scary, and that's not the first time I've heard them, actually. I think Tucker uh, read that not long ago. But yeah, they're reporting about 30 people uh, a day dying uh, from some adverse reaction. Now, the VAERS system, uh, that's just where everything is reported, uh, and it's not super accurate because it basically it reports anything that happens after you get a vaccine, and some of it may be directly linked, some may not. Uh, not all of it gets reported. It's it's a kind of a, I don't know, kind of a hodgepodge system. It's not great. But even if that's a fraction of what's happening, it is terrifying. And my thoughts on it, and like I say, it's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. My thoughts on it are probably what I said before, is the fact that there's a lot of people that have natural immunity. And like the doctor was saying, it's not just antibodies you also have t-cell immunity other immune responses in your body and what happens is if you have this uh it's ready for the actual uh virus to come back and it fights it off uh but when you uh, uh you know put in a vaccine which doesn't exactly work the same way as old vaccines it is new technology it's promising technology i'm not gonna down the technology mrna seems like it could be a really cool thing and really uh, do amazing things to heal and prevent a lot of disease. Um, yeah, it's they've been working on it for a lot of years, and it does seem like there is promising things to it. But, you know, this is the first time it's been rolled out in a vaccine kind of format. And so uh, I think the body has, uh, if you already have natural immunity, I think there's a real issue going on with getting the vaccine. I feel you're probably sometime this summer going to uh, hear more and more about this because it's starting to be talked about now and it's going to be saying hey um if you've had covid don't get the covid vaccine you know if you've na had natural immunity don't get it i think that's what's going to come out i i could be wrong but i think that's what's going to come out because i feel that that's where these adverse reactions are coming from at such a high level at such a high level at such a severe level i think that's where they're coming from again just my opinion i'm not a doctor uh, just uh, my thoughts on it because it seems to make sense and he was saying 50% of people which is probably the number for Texas what they estimate how many people have contracted it and recovered so you know if you uh, extrapolate that for the country that would probably explain why you're having 30 people uh, a day die from getting this vaccine because their body has a very severe reaction to it and it may not be just what's in the vaccine. It may be your body having a severe reaction because you have these natural immunities and the different immune responses can uh, cause these problems. And if uh, to give an idea of how this works, look up the effects of like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, transplant uh, situations where the body rejects a transplant, an organ of some kind. Uh, the body amount mounts a robust immune response to say, hey, this is a foreign body. we got to get it out. This doesn't belong here. And it will kill you. It will most definitely kill you. And so this is what the kind of the reaction kind of looks like to me. I Like I say, I'm an outsider. I'm not a doctor. I just have, you know, uh, read and researched some things. That's what it looks like to me. So that may be where we're going with that. And, uh, you know, that's that's something you need to take into consideration, especially if you have natural immunity, you should be fine. And we need to uh, get this under control. 
uh, older people that have not had it and are susceptible or have comorbidities, this is probably going to be just fine, not cause a problem, and probably a really good idea. But that's why we we do research. That's why we do test things and uh, you know come to a conclusion. So I'm going to leave it there for this Friday. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend and enjoy it. Enjoy um, the fact that it seems like uh, spring and summer are here. It's beautiful outside. Get outside. Screw all these masks and everything else. Get out and enjoy uh, nature uh, before the Democrats destroy it. No, just joking. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, please remember to like, subscribe, uh, rate, and review the podcast. It means a lot. Word of mouth means a whole hell of a lot. Apparently, that's the best way for people to find podcasts is, uh, you know, somebody tell them to go check it out. And uh, if it would be a great help. It would be much appreciated if we could do that. And the ratings and reviews matter a whole lot. The stars mean a lot. Uh, it is on every podcasting platform. Uh, I think all the popular ones, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Android, even on iHeartRadio Podcasts, you can find it. Um, also, uh, have the website. You can go and avoid all those, and it's erics-america.com. Go there. You can also leave me a message there. It all comes to me. Uh, you can go on Facebook, uh, Eric's America Pod, uh, at Eric's America Pod is the Facebook page. Uh, check out things there. Uh, send me a message there if you want. Uh, and if you just want to send an old-fashioned email and tell me what you think of the show, you can do that at uh, it's Eric's America Pod at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, have a great, amazing weekend. I will be back on Tuesday with more. And uh, until then, just remember, it's no agenda, just America. America.